Hello, friends, and welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. Joining the discourse on this episode is Dave. Hello. Matt. Hey, hey. Jason. Hello. And we have a special guest. It's Steve. No, you're wrong. It's me, Perfect Cell. <laughs> In my perfect form, Oh, shit. My perfect body. He's absorbed the other podcast hosts. Oh, no. Please, this podcast is just a warm-up. <laughs> Aaron, are you in there? Oh. Also, I am not. I am not Plankton from SpongeBob SquarePants. No. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Steve. Ah, oh, you humor me. Uh, <laughs> that's me doing a little bit of uh, acting for you, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yes, hi. I'm, I'm Steve. I'm actually Steve. I'm perfect, Steve. Whoa, you're always perfect, Steve. Uh, some days I feel imperfect, but you know, who doesn't feel like a bug person? Some days. Where might people know you from on the internet, Steve? Well, you might know me just on Twitter, but I've been on other podcasts. I am a uh, co-host on the One Piece podcast. I am a co-host on The Deep End, which is an Adult Swim podcast, uh, a fan, an unofficial Adult Swim podcast. And that's, rel- that's relatively new too, right? Yes, we started in December. And uh, also I started uh, last year um, Toon Suite, which is a uh, wrestling entrance theme podcast. So, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I've heard that you're a wrestle kid as well. Uh, yeah, uh, oh two thirds of my life devoted to watching, <laughs> let's see, wrestling, Dragon Ball, all within like the same year. I was going to ask which came first. Uh, wrestling. Okay. Um, yeah, I started watching wrestling in like the fall of 98. Yeah, because by then, yeah, because Pokemon hit it big. And mm-hmm. then somewhere in 1999, I caught on to Dragon Ball. So. Gotcha. Would you say that your, uh, that your enjoyment of wrestling and Dragon Ball roughly at the same time kind of stood as a formative moment that kind of defines your aesthetic today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, I, yeah. Or, or I would say <laughs> even back statement. then, I was the, I was the wrestling and DBZ kid. And, uh, <laughs> Now I'm the wrestling and DBZ old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my tastes have never changed. Um, yeah, I I pretty much I wear what I love on my sleeve. Like literally, I have like way too many novelty T-shirts. Um, <laughs> but I yeah, I'm still a fan of clearly of wrestling, Dragon Ball, One Piece, and cartoons on Adult Swim. So awesome. Not a lot changes. Uh, just to calibrate expectations for you, I got some questions. Sure. What soundtrack do you prefer? If any, ooh, uh, good one. I almost thought you were gonna you're gonna hit me with one of those bad personality quizzes. <laughs> What's your favorite What's your color? Favorite Steve? attack. Listen, uh, we have time freeze. We have a deep and abiding love of terrible personality quizzes on this show. <laughs> I I used to love those when I started going on the internet all the time because I I love being I love having someone else tell me who I am. Uh, <laughs> That's why I played Pottermore. But I absolutely loathed the questions where it's like, say, like, what DC superhero are you? And it's like, what's your favorite symbol? <laughs> yeah. well, do you like the... bats? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, let's, let's jump more into my mind, not my taste. But um, 
Okay, uh, the question was... <laughs> the question was my, my preference of soundtrack. Uh, yeah. When you watch the episodes, what do you gravitate towards? Easily, Kikuchi soundtrack. Yeah. Good. I'm, 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 I know you guys use some of the Falconer tracks, and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, I'm hearing the Kikuchi for the first time, and that's just a fun word to say, but I'm hearing it for the first <laughs> time, and I'm loving it because I grew up with Falconer, and now I'm feeling it. It's revitalized. It's re-seasoned. I don't want to jump ahead and, like, this might answer another question, but... Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I, I grew up watching the dubs, of course, but the first time I saw it in Japanese, I saw it very early in Japanese. It was around spring of 2000, and my my best friend at the time lived next door to me, and he had two bootleg sub tapes of mm-hmm. two of the Dragon Ball mm. movies, or Dragon Ball Z movies. And he says, like, come over this weekend and we'll watch them. Uh, Do you know which ones and they, they were? were uh, oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> it, first one was Movie 9, uh, which is uh, the BoJack movie, BoJack Unbound. Ah. Uh, and then the second was the third rolling oh, movie. Lord. <laughs> oh, boy. That's uh, Bio, yeah. Yeah, Bio Baroli. And may I say this? Not the worst Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, no, the second Broly movie is. <laughs> <laughs> I have to rewatch all of them, but I, I, I rewatched the first Broly movie in preparation uh, for when uh, Super came out mm-hmm. in theaters. And I was like, oh man, this is a slog. <laughs> um, but no, I was I was introduced to like the Japanese score and you know head chala mm-hmm. and cursing and i was like this is amazing how come we don't have this and then when i would see like this sometimes when i would uh, be in california or hell even florida and i would catch the uh, the spanish dub oh boy dragon ball z Ooh. i would get i would get pissed off because it was more uncut and they used the kikuchi score <laughs> so yeah to this day um i pretty much my these days my preferred method i'm very meticulous yeah other than the manga if i'm gonna watch dragon ball z Japanese all the way. If uh, I wa- but if I want to watch it dubs, I will just watch Kai. I the more I, I really have no interest in watching the Japanese version of Kai, but when Kai was announced, that's all I ever wanted was just a just a better dub mm-hmm. of DBZ. And for the most part, I'd say yeah, I, I I got that. I have a question though: Is there Mondo Cool in Kai? <laughs> Do we get a Mondo Cool? Not very Mondo Cool indeed. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> I mean, this is that, this is the give and the take of Kai. It is. What's interesting is when they did the edited version for Nicktoons, they they wrote in some lines to be more in tune with the original dub version. So mm-hmm. in the Nicktoons oh. version, Vegeta says it's over 9,000, but in the uncut, he says 8,000. <laughs> for the purists. I had heard about yeah. that. I have a t-shirt uh, from when Funimation was promoting it. It's just the Dragon Ball Z Kai logo on the back. It says it's over 8,000. <laughs> and uh, every time someone would be like, Ooh, I thought it was 9,000, I would just ignore them because they're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings uh, me to a good question, though. Yes. We're talking fashion, and you mentioned some good anime fashion, and my question to you is, what is your favorite piece of anime-based fashion that you own? Ooh, wow, that's a tough question. Um, this is how we really I... find out what member of the Ginyu Force you mm-hmm. are. <laughs> <laughs> We're diving in. Oh, I wish there was a... There was a sick ass like Ginyu Force Letterman's jacket or track jacket or <laughs> yes, something. I'd right? buy that in a heartbeat. I might I, take some notes I, I have like a lot of t-shirts. Uh, some of them have come and gone. Uh, I'll never get rid of that Kai shirt. I gotta say, some of the more recent uh, Uniqlo shirts that came out last year, the Shonen Jump ones, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, have been really good because the designs are nice and subtle. Like I could wear those in public. It's tasteful. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Geek um, 
Honestly, the, the last DBZ shirt, Dragon Ball shirt I wore recently was uh, the end one with its the illustration with all the characters at the end of the series. Oh, nice. And mm-hmm. it's on a white shirt and it's blue. It's, uh, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a sweet shirt. That might be my favorite Dragon Ball shirt at the moment, but mm-hmm. I have, that, that's the thing. I'm just a t-shirt, jeans, and hoodie guy, so I don't have too much of an interesting wardrobe, I must admit. Um, I feel you. I would have loved to have a Capsule Corp jacket. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Immediately. I have a Capsule Corp patch a friend gave me, like, many years ago for Christmas, and I'm like, I don't have anything I could stitch this to. Just <laughs> waiting for the day that you get the crop top jacket. <laughs> yeah, it just covers my boobs. <laughs> uh, follow-up question, semi-related. What's your favorite Bulma fashion? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, first one that came to mind. Uh, I'm a starch defender of this one. That's starch defender. It's not like defender. Uh, <laughs> Potentially the- also accurate. <laughs> the crazy 80s hair look post fight with Vegeta when yes. the hospital. When she goes to the mount wherever the hell it is with mm-hmm. Mr. Popo. I love that Bulma. Solid the, pick. The big hair and the swoop. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that, that like Gibson girl hair. I I think Bulma has plenty of like amazing looks. I think she's she's a knockout throughout the entire series. Um Mhm. I think one of like I think one of the one of the runner-ups is like the Resurrection F outfit. I think mm-hmm. it's great. And pretty much pretty much the Dragon Ball Super design, because they just stuck with that the entire series. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I really like that look as well. But uh, I think even I'm coming around to Afro Bulma. <laughs> <laughs> as time goes on. Yeah. I thought like, nah, this ain't you, girl. But uh, <laughs> I think I've come around. Yeah, Red Ribbon uh, Army Bulma is uh, another runner up with just like uh, tube top and short shorts. Uh, <laughs> kind of sound like a pervert here, but uh <laughs> Hey, you like what you like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like what I like. I can't lie. Uh, last question before we get going. Uh, what keeps you coming back to Dragon Ball? Ooh, man, that's... Uh, I think there's a lot to <laughs> answer there. That's a heavy question. Yeah, it's, a heavy, it's a heavy hitter. Because <laughs> I think I, I've been... I, I was harsh on Dragon Ball years ago when uh, when I thought people were taking it a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I realized I don't think that's the case. I think there's plenty of things to dissect in Dragon Ball. Uh, I think it's also because I just, like, you know, I listened to Toriyama enough times in interviews to realize that he is... I'll, I'll explain the story real quick. Um, <laughs> oh, when I was in college, I I did, like, a short paper just comparing Eichiro uh, Oda, the creator of One Piece, and Toriyama. Mm-hmm. And luckily enough, in the first art book for One Piece... Uh, There's an interview? Yeah, Oda, Oda just has, like, a sit-down interview chat with Toriyama. And it was breaking my heart because Toriyama was, like, so forgetful and he didn't remember anything. <laughs> that he drew and I was like in college and I was trying to like make in the comics and I'm like, I'm never going to be a Toriyama. Nah, <laughs> I love all my stuff. I am so Toriyama. <laughs> I, I, I realize now I'm like, no Toriyama. He knew what he was doing. Like, like you, like we're going to be talking about perfect cell today. Like Toriyama mm-hmm. realized he was drawing cell. He's like, they're, they're, this is way too much. This is too much work. I got to make this design simpler. Yeah. And Oda's the complete opposite of that. Like Luffy's latest forms are batshit insane and there's so much detail, but Toriyama's like, I I know when I want to go to bed. Uh, yeah. You know what would look great for you, bud? Tapered pants. How about some tapered pants and a nice sash? You know what's fun is not going to the hospital because I'm overworked. What I'll say is what keeps me coming back to Dragon Ball is just it's it's so iconic. Uh, Toriyama has such a unique art style. So many like uh, so many mangas have come along that you know have clearly been inspired by Dragon Ball, but mm-hmm. nothing ever like looks or has like the same instincts that Toriyama does. Yeah, and... Very very few have had the staying power. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was a kid and my dad came in 
and I was like watching DBZ and he says like, what are you watching, Pokemon? And I'm like, no, it's Dragon Ball Z. He's like, well, it looks like Pokemon. And that's what I was like, <laughs> fuck you, dad. I'm never playing a sport again. <laughs> Every anime was Yu-Gi-Oh. That, yeah, that's, uh, you gotta cut those people out. <laughs> well, I think there's just way more to it. It's like Dragon Ball truly changed the uh, shonen style of manga forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's just, it's fun. And like I sometimes I think the characters aren't that developed, but then why do I care about them so much? <laughs> so like I, I've been, I think I've been harsh on Dragon Ball over you know recent years. And I realized, no, like with now it's as popular as it's ever been. Maybe yeah. even more popular. I, I, I tend to be wrong about things. You know? I'll, <laughs> I'll admit that. That so. is that has been the joy of the show for me thus far. Is like I I clearly loved Dragon Ball because I bought all these fucking DVDs over and over again. <laughs> but this this show has been an opportunity for me and the people on it to examine these characters much more in depth than I ever thought I should or could, and that has <laughs> been a lot of fun to see like oh. where where the breaking point is and where they are actually like incredibly well written, surprisingly so. And you guys are watching through DVZ, so you got to deal with all of this pacing and retconning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's since, fine. Uh, since episode I mean, one, pretty much. As Tyler uh, has been saying for a while now, uh, it's remarkable that it all turned out as well as it did. <laughs> it really is. And I don't, right. I don't mind. Creation but is a I, weird I, process. I, I, did some, I did some preparation for you guys today. I've, I've watched this content three times. I watched the, the subversion of these episodes. I watched the dub version of these episodes. Unfortunately, not with the Falconer score, because um, uh, those orange bricks I regrettably bought, I don't have those in my <laughs> possession at the moment, so I couldn't watch it with the Falconer <laughs> score. And then I watched the uh, the corresponding episodes of DBZ Kai. Oh, awesome. So I am a huge nerd. You completely <laughs> absorbed Melissa. Are you in there? <laughs> Do you have any good sub-dub humor jokes? <laughs> yeah, she gave me these boss-ass wings. <laughs> I knew it! Well, how about we talk about some episodes of the hit anime, Dragon Ball Z? I love this You anime. know what? Since we're here, we might as well. <laughs> <laughs> Every week on this show, we watch three episodes of hit anime, Dragon Ball Z, and we cover them in their entirety. This week, we are covering episodes 160, 161, and 162. Episode 160, the English title is Cell is Complete. The Japanese title roughly translates to Battle Power Infinity. Birth of the God of Destruction named Cell. Whoa. That seems exaggerated. Battle Power Infinity. <laughs> Battle nice. Power Infinitoire. All right. <laughs> well, that's a lot bigger than a million. A lot. Toriyama's like, how should I top this? <laughs> well, we're not really doing numbers no more. Like, infinite. Let's do infinite. Uh, so the episode begins, and Cell's transformation, still ongoing, is causing all kinds of crazy maelstroms in the surrounding area. And Vegeta still has that shit-eating grin on his face because he cannot wait to fucking punch this guy. I did the right thing. <laughs> we get, um... There's just, it gets a couple of shots of Trunks while this is happening, and I'm just like, Trunks has just completely abandoned his character design at this point, hasn't he? <laughs> Good golly. Yeah. That's the crazy thing I noticed, at least. It's just back in the 90s. I think more so I was re-watching some Yu Yu Hakusho episodes recently. That, yeah, there's so many inconsistent designs because I think oftentimes there's maybe only, like, one design sheet. Like, there, there's no turnarounds or anything for some of these characters. Mm-hmm. But, man, Trunks' golden Super Saiyan frontal bang 
hair shape is gonna go on a journey with us. It's gonna, it is gonna be flapping around like a golden bat trying to flee its perch, <laughs> and it is going to fail at every instance. I, I I love this design for Trunks though. I mean, Future Trunks is my favorite character, and every look is good. And no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just hilarious to me how divorced it is from mm-hmm. his original, like, really iconic look. <laughs> his debut, yeah. Well, I just like it's it's so different at the time because everyone's Super Saiyan hair is just their hair turned up and he's just trying to tie that down. He's like, no, <laughs> control. That's what happens when you try to put gel on that. Krillin's like, come on, Trunks, you got to untie your ponytail. <laughs> no, not till my not till father passes out. <laughs> this is also when, for some reason, we get a close-up of 16's face as he looks at Cell's transformation in horror and it's just <laughs> astonishingly detailed for some reason. Did anyone else notice that? Like, bizarrely detailed? The battle damage on his face? Just, like, everything about the way it was drawn to me. Meticulous, it like. yeah. 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 I notice his ear is chipped as if it were a porcelain cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. And Krillin's just like, it's not my fault! Like, yeah, correct, yeah. Krillin, it is. I mean, right. well, it, it's more Vegeta's fault than yours, but he helped. Yeah. yeah. Team effort. <laughs> it, it takes a village to raise a bad guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trunks has a premonition that the destruction his world saw is now at hand, now that Cell is complete, and he has like a flash forward of what this world is going to look like, and it is in ruin. And there is a deceased Bulma, and I was very shook at. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't want to see the ladies get murdered like this. You could watch, like, Yamcha get mutilated all day. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. In fact, I'll enjoy it. it well, specifically Bulma, because, like, she she ain't no Z-Fighter. She's a nerd, though. <laughs> In fact, I'll enjoy it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Matt. <laughs> we cut over to the Kame house as they try to not get drowned by a tidal wave. Waves and rocks, minus the rocks. Yamcha is pumping water out of the Kame house, and Chaozu is helping by holding the hose... This is Thank you, my new favorite image. Yamcha and Chaozu attempting to <laughs> bail out Kame House with a bicycle pump. <laughs> <laughs> Up on Kame's lookout, or formerly Kame's lookout, uh, Piccolo narks on Krillin to Bulma. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> How did he know this? He's watching. I, I thought they were just monitoring this through, like, what power levels they could sense and how they were he's got He's got Kami's special god eyes now, I guess. Yeah, that's I guess, what I, I was I guess that's thinking. true. I, I thought that he just knew Krillin really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it, is, it, his know, power level is telling too. me he did a big fuck up somewhere. Bulma just looked over the, the ledge and just sees that there's a floating television set. <laughs> <laughs> his power level is telling me I'm going to give him such a fucking talking to later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bulma just told Piccolo that she gave the remote to Krillin, and he's just like, well, that's it for us. <laughs> yeah. You should, you should. It's, the lo- it's just logically following. A lot of doom is brought up. Uh, the the narrator in the English recap talks about doom, and I think 16 in a couple episodes is just all about doom, doom. <laughs> We're doomed. Gotta stay positive. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that 16 is doom and gloom now. Yeah. He's been surprisingly positive so far. He's, he's very even-handed. Well, his literally only two friends are, are have been eaten alive in front <laughs> that, of him. That's it. Mm-hmm. Wiping my hands, Chris. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and, the, and the birds flew the coop. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, no. no more squirrels. Uh, Cell is finally complete, and he does a fun little bounce on one foot. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I don't like... I don't like this. The best foot foley in the whole show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 
This weird kachak every time he takes a step. I, I, I love those like Gundam sounding footsteps that Dragon Ball Z characters have. This, he does this whole thing like all throughout this episode of him like he's like he's like testing out his moves where like mm -hmm. with exactly the same aspect as like when you try out a new character in a fighting game. Like <laughs> yeah. you hit all you do go through all the moves basics first. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's doing a button test. Is yeah, what you're that's saying. what it looks like. He's doing gotcha. a button he's, test. He's testing his animation cancels. Right. <laughs> he accidentally kicks Krillin. He's like, sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. You that, get a free one on me. I didn't know the range on this kick. Oh, that was heavy? Shit, sorry. Which one's taunt? <laughs> Which one's taunt? <laughs> oh, he, yeah, he doesn't need to be told where that button is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got that one down. Goku and Gohan are still hard at work in the hyperbolic time chamber. And Gohan fakes his dad out, feigning fear when Goku's about to hit him. And Goku hesitates. Oh, shit. And then Gohan calls his dad out for being too gentle on him. And it's fight just, me, dad! Fight yeah, me, dad! Fucking fight me, dad. <laughs> he's talking about Piccolo. He's like, my real dad wouldn't not beat the shit out of me like this. <laughs> you don't really love me. The original dub kind of ruined this scene by adding in that dialogue and when Goku's going in with the with, with the hand and Gohan says, no, dad! Ah. <laughs> uh. Gohan, you can't keep flip-flopping flip here. Gohan wants Goku to give 100% because without a life-or-death kind of push, Gohan's not going to become a Super Saiyan. And I liked that Goku just wordlessly agreed yeah. and became a Super Saiyan and just went up in the sky. All right, fuck it. Yeah, you're, you're right, son. Here we You've go. You've got a good point. Guess it's time to murder you. Yeah, he fires a Kamehameha at the boy. As Gohan does his best to overcome the beam, he starts to reflect on all the times in his life that he's let people down. Take five animators. We're pulling from the vault for a few <laughs> this is, uh, But this is this is the time when it's earned. Yes. Yes. This, yes. Is, this is such a good scene. Later on in these episodes, there's going to be a time when they do not earn a flashback <laughs> at all. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Goku... But this one gets a pass. Goku said something before uh, when mm -hmm. he was trying to tell Gohan how this works that is, like... Like, it's kind of bullshit, but... As is so often the case with Goku, and it's bullshit in a Zen way that actually works, I think, <laughs> where he says it comes from a need, not a desire, which yeah. at first glance, okay, that makes sense. But then he says uh, that need has to come from within. You have to make it yourself, which is like, okay, that's not what a need means at all. That's not, <laughs> that's <laughs> but, not how that goes. But Gohan finds the hidden meaning in it, which is mm -hmm. that it is. it can be a psychological need. It can be, you know, if you let your friends and the people you care about down in this way again you don't know you don't think you can live with yourself anymore yeah if that happens a, again he has reached the breaking point on that yeah and mm -hmm. like that's that's great like that's <laughs> awful but it's great like i i love this moment so much but gohan is also so fucking hard on himself it's like yeah. i reacted bad when i was six and faced, <laughs> yeah. with, and faced with a fucking hulk hogan murder man the, the, the rules are different uh, yeah he's in dragon ball world he's grown up when well, well for for these people in dragon ball world specifically right like he's grown up surrounded by these ridiculous expectations yeah <laughs> things to measure himself against mm -hmm. it's it's it, it's crazy how like gohan gets so much flack and i admit he's He's been written poorly. I'd say more so in like the super material, but Gohan is the most relatable character in the series. Like Gohan is you, mm -hmm. audience. Like yeah, you would be terrified when you were five years old, and you would be you know any like a lot of people tend to be self conscious. You know, not excluding myself. 
And and then the consensus is, Gohan sucks because he stopped fighting. He doesn't have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> or, it, or, or, or rather, it's unreasonable to expect him to fight, regardless of yeah. the stakes. I, I'm very glad you reached the, you reached the <laughs> same conclusion we did. Now, see, they, they want a moment where Gohan walks into a room all slow motion, all John Woo, and just starts shooting everybody as doves fly by. You know, it's just... <laughs> it's not Gohan. It isn't Gohan. And it never will be. It never should be. It never... Yeah, it yeah, shouldn't be. Yeah, there you are. There's plenty of other characters that are like that. Pick <laughs> one of them. <laughs> when Gohan snaps out of his flashback, he's done the damn thing. <gasps> he did it! He did Boy it! Boy, is a Super Saiyan now. He did the dang thing. <laughs> Coursing with raw power. And a heavy head of hair. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. And, and he looks slightly traumatized, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is seething when the beam <laughs> settles. And yeah. it's kind of amazing yeah. that Goku has to like calm him got, down. Goku's yeah. approaching him like a like a wild horse. Just, Whoa. <laughs> Just an apple in one hand, <laughs> a brush in the other. Don't give him another apple, he's gonna get weird again. <laughs> oh no. no. It, it makes me think back to like to what uh, Trunks said about Gohan from the future, yeah. Uh, like quite a few episodes ago now, where he talked about him being you know the only one who understands me and my power, and like I think that's another honestly like very realistic piece of writing for like the way that these people's psychologies would inevitably become, and like <laughs> like I feel like you know what happens to the the villains like the reason the villains become the villains is that they don't have that. They don't have anybody else that they can, like, see as a person. <laughs> Lean on, yeah. Yeah. They take a break from training to cut off Gohan's luxurious locks. I mean, Which, it must I have mean, been I getting get it. pretty... It must have been getting pretty crazy. Yeah. I hate, I hate having long hair. Well, I do like the the, the half Saiyans, you know, just being more experimental with their hairstyles. Because <laughs> Goku and Vegeta are all about, you know, spike up. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing uh, this design of Gohan, Super Saiyan, I'm like... Whoa, he's got, like, short hair. <laughs> you know, and he looks like Chrono from Chrono Trigger. I have no idea who that is yet. Yes, yeah, you're right. I didn't play that game growing up. We cut over to Cell again, and as we said, he is testing out that body, throwing punches in the air. We kind of glossed over it. I, I do just want to mention Cell's design, Perfect Cell's design, is a oh, yes. plus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. It's I, I, it, the, the farther I got into these episodes, the more I liked it. Mm-hmm. Initially, I didn't like it quite as much as original pre-evolution cell. Certainly more than the frog. I hope. Well, I was about to say, at least he no, at least he no longer looks like a big dumb frog. <laughs> right. But he kind of like he, you know, like between his voice and his overall look, I feel like he looks like a character from from some sort of really corny old school sci-fi. Like he almost reminds me of a Gundam character or something. <laughs> Which is the kind of thing Toriyama loves, also. Yeah. He loves that old-school sci-fi. He also appears to be um, inspecting his nails, which seem to have been manicured and polished black as part of his transformation. Beautiful. And it's like, well, he is part Frieza and part 18. Right. That's where the Frieza came out. Vegeta, who is not projecting, mocks (laughs) Cell's tiny body. (laughs) What a big dumb wiener. He's smaller. Ah. Says says the short-ass... Saiyan prince. Prince of all munchkins. Oh, he's so tiny. He's only like seven foot. That man, Raccoon, was not the most powerful member of the Ginyu Force. This is this is like 101 here, man. Krillin breaks down at the loss of 18 and starts throwing a barrage of punches and kicks that Cell just outright ignores. 
because I he is love this. he's lost in his own inner monologue. I I, uh. I also like that you know like eighteen kind of flashes before Krillin's eyes as he looks at Cell, and I'm just like for like one second there he considered transferring his his crush slash obsession over onto <laughs> Cell, who now technically contains the person he was in love with. <laughs> I'm sure that timeline's out there in fan fiction somewhere. <laughs> oh, funny enough about alternate timelines, uh, how many of you guys played the original Dragon Ball Z Budokai? Uh, I did. I had lost count of how many times I played it. <laughs> <laughs> Budokai, while not like a great game, probably had the best story mode because it's one of the only few story modes that had like just cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they you unlock some what if storylines. Okay, yeah. The one, yeah. the one in the Android Saga was just if. Krillin pushed 18 out of the way and got absorbed by Cell instead. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You have to look it up. I, so, I, was about to say, version, I have to look this up later. Cell becomes actually puny and orange <laughs> and somehow has the uh, the the turtle hermit uh, symbol on his wings and that's when that's when Yamcha feels confident enough to fight Cell. Oh, it's, yes. It's amazing and yeah. I laugh my ass off. The first time I saw it. The the video games are, are really, really good for, like, what-if storylines. That's great. That's a really good way... That's a really good thing to do in a video game that that is for, like, a big license thing. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. The new uh, card battle game on the Switch is very good at that as well, oh, yeah. I will say. It's kind of centered all around that. Mm-hmm. Trunks joins in with the punches and the kicks, also having no effect. And Krillin tries out the trusty Destructo Disc. Uh, oh, it's a dynamic saucer. We <laughs> we haven't used the air horn in a while, but it's coming back. Hooray. Yeah. And it hits Cell directly in the neck, but passes through it or bounces off. It wasn't really clear. It looks like it splashes off of him like water. Like Yeah, it, it, it goes around him and then like rejoins and then continues for a bit uh. until it dissipates. So he finally hits and it does nothing. A bit late. Mm-hmm. The last note that I have for this episode is the best moment of Cell in this episode, I think, which is where he gives Krillin a little Pacino. <laughs> he he hits him with a little hua as he kicks him <laughs> and knocks him the fuck out. Uh, any other notes for 160? Uh, I, I did want to point out early on in the episode, uh, Vegeta says the line, soon Cell will be the greatest adversary I've ever faced just kind of glossing over the time where he was like actually murdered by Frieza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won many fights. He's, he's <laughs> does not have the best win loss record. That, what was the last said? thing he won? It was like the, the nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Episode one sixty one. The English title is Vegeta Must Pay. Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to Super Vegeta in Peril. An absolutely perfect tr- terror closes in. Mm. Absolutely perfect. What? Terror. I almost misread it as tremor. <laughs> um, so that's why. I oh, started. okay. But a perfect terror is closing in. I also misread it as perfect Trevor, which I don't <laughs> want to face perfect Trevor. <laughs> I don't even want to face so, imperfect. The Trevor. No More that's, Heroes spinoff. That's our new OC. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Krillin manages to stand up, but he is struggling to stay conscious, and he claims to have never felt anything so painful in his life despite having died twice already. <laughs> One time from well, the inside. Sometimes you die quick enough. <laughs> you don't have to, you know, 
be around for all the pain. I feel like that explosion was pretty painful. Yeah. yeah and there was that time he got gored for, what was it, ten whole minutes? <laughs> that did super happen. Bucked and broncoed, yes. Uh, Cell thinks that he should feel lucky, being the first person to have been touched by his perfect body. <laughs> perfect body. Direct quote. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Trunks jams a bean in Krillin's face. He has a really weird line, or maybe it's just a weird delivery when he does this, where he is like, listen, I have a sen- this is a sensu bean. It's like... Do you know what this is? Krillin knows what a sensu know bean what is, is, man. It's your fucking assist action in DBFZ. Do you know what this bean is? I know he's not an official bean boy, but... He's a bean boy by proxy. It was dumber. it was dumber in the dub when he's like, anyone get the number of that bus? <laughs> Oh, I love that shit. Oh, it's like, Krillin, you've been blown up by a purple alien. <laughs> poor, poor Krillin. I'm sure that feels worse than getting hit by no, a he, bus. Especially when no, you're but he was human. dead after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a rest now. Uh, Vegeta's still itching for some go time, and he and Cell begin exchanging insults and squaring off. Yeah, I, I have a note here that says, uh, Perfect Cell versus Super Vegeta. The unstoppable diva versus the immovable diva. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Correct. Uh, 16 still thinks that Vegeta's got an advantage based on some quick calculations. 16's hanging in there. Krillin thinks otherwise, assuming that Cell has a deep, unknown, greater power still in him, oh. and that he is hiding it, similar to what Trunks is doing right now. Th- that was expressed through that one really big kick. Yes. I guess. <laughs> This was no, I love this because he's like when when he kicked me very very hard, I <laughs> felt that there was a fully untapped power, you know, deep within him. I could feel it just radiating through my vertebrae. It's like he could kick me harder. <laughs> it's like he could have kicked me into the earth, but he did so. He demands to know why Trunks is hiding his true potential and hasn't just finished this job already. That's a valid question. Uh, this is the episode where Trunks makes a big mistake. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we are not done making big mistakes yet. <sighs> well, clearly this this entire saga has just been nothing about but making mistakes. Yeah, more or less. I, I am glad that that Trunks understands his dad's psychology <laughs> to, the, to this extent. <laughs> well, he he spent a year in the void with him, <laughs> just observing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Krillin, you uh, don't know how salty this man will be. <laughs> Cell, who is now very fast, corners Vegeta against a mountain and throws a jab that just barely misses his head. He does like one of those like Kabedon moves, like where you slam the like locker of your crush <laughs> in, in the anime to get their attention or whatever uh-huh. right by them, but into a cliff. But then he blows up the locker. <laughs> right. He says, I want you to die. <laughs> Vegeta somehow still thinks that he's got a chance here. (laughs) Even having witnessed all of that. uh, And he continues to insult Cell, telling him that if he'd really wanted power, he should have absorbed some Saiyans instead of fussing over those androids. (laughs) And Cell goes, oh, you you mean like you? Vegeta's just like, (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) It's it's like... That was such a weird line. Like, you was like, no, my son, because he's worthless. <laughs> and he had stupid purple hair. Not like any Saiyans I know. Not proud Saiyan locks. <laughs> Trunks tells Krillin that he's holding back because during their training, Vegeta plateaued and Trunks continued to climb. And Vegeta didn't notice, so he doesn't want him to find out about it. 
because it would make Vegeta upset. Oh, we do not have time for this Cats in the Cradle shit right now, Trunks. <laughs> My boy. Come on. He just wants his dad to like him. It's more so it's like dad's been drinking and I don't want him to see me. <laughs> yeah, it does have that feel to it where he's kind of like tiptoeing around it. <laughs> it's a it's a game of don't wake daddy. Daddy's Vegeta. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Get on that band. I would game play. Game. I would play the the Dragon Ball Z version of that board <laughs> game, where it's instead of just like Daddy just springing up from a bed, it's just a Vegeta springing up and just constantly yelling, and then the whole room starts. You're shaking. not stronger than me. Uh, just the speakers have to be replaced after 20 minutes of play because they just short out from the yelling. <laughs> Piccolo and Tien are still observing the fight, and Tien is impressed by Vegeta's power. But Piccolo knows that Vegeta's getting sloppy. He's a harsh critic, that Piccolo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pic- yeah, Vegeta's getting angry. Not like Piccolo's ever gotten angry in his entire <laughs> life. <laughs> it's kind of his default state. He knows the many flavors of anger. Yeah, it's his resting bitch face. <laughs> Goku and Gohan's training is accelerating now that they are both Super Saiyans. Gohan looking like Cloud Strife now with his short hair. <laughs> He does. You're right. Yeah, I remember when I saw Cloud Strike for the first time, I'm like, oh, well, that's Gohan. Yeah, that's Gohan. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody give this kid an RPG. They both have <laughs> short blonde hair and purple pants. Yeah, that's all I need. Now we just need Gohan and drag. <laughs> <gasps> hmm. Dave, add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Vegeta's having a harder time with this new version of Cell, and he's getting more and more flummoxed as time goes on. And now even 16 thinks that everything is doomed. But in a very monotone way, as per usual. We're doomed. <laughs> it's amazing how he's just supposed to be like an overgrown teenager. <laughs> he's teenager coom. Yeah. That's who yeah. he is. But then, you know, the original dub was just like, oh, he's robot man. <laughs> what did you just say, Goku? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember plenty of lines to take the piss out of from this dub. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Vegeta's upset that Cell isn't taking this fight more seriously. <laughs> and Cell tells him that he's just getting warmed up. Mm. <sighs> Set the thing. Like, I, di- I did say that earlier. Did you not hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I sounded sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, Vegeta, Vegeta should know better. He said it himself enough times. Vegeta boots Cell directly in the head, and it doesn't he, even phase him. He gives mm-hmm. him his kickiest kick. This is the classic Vegeta move now. <laughs> Kick somebody in the neck and it does nothing. And then he looks really afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my kicks! <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> oh no, I whipped a dragon rush. Cell <laughs> uh, laughs mockingly to himself and says, Super Vegeta. That's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> he's such a bitch. <laughs> he's got, again, he's got Frieza in there. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah. Who puts an adjective before their name? <laughs> had a stupid. whole year to come up with that, huh? <laughs> Super. Not nearly as good as perfect. I can't wait to tell my friends about this. <laughs> uh, Trunks still won't step in because his dad's pride is so great that Vegeta would rather lose than accept help at this point. Oh, <laughs> come on. Dad, I'm here to help. I have no son. <laughs> well, what I like about this is that Vegeta somehow managing to like double up 
and make sure that his stupid goddamn pride is going to get the whole world killed like multiple times in a single <laughs> event. <laughs> that's He's covering all bases. That's that's impressive is what that is. I, I if if there were to be any filler added of flashbacks, I just want every moment when Vegeta said no to like <laughs> killing Dr. Jiro or letting, you know, the android, you know, letting Jiro release 18 and 17 and 16. Just cap it all off with, oh, I've made a serious mistake. <laughs> yeah. The rest of development theme starts playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts for 161? Uh, I think I'm being the only one that'll talk about the animation. It's uh, not the best. It's, no, uh... they were saving it up for the next one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah, you go from some of, uh, some of the absolute worst-looking character models in this episode to some of the absolute best for the time it's uh it's hard swings yeah uh and i'm I, i'm i'm kind of glad we we got out of our system on the episode of vegeta and cell dicking around <laughs> next episode is absolutely glorious mm-hmm. I, I have a note on on that subject that's uh where trucks just goes uh my father has begun has gone beyond the powers of a super saiyan and then just for some reason shows mountains for like panning for like, a full <laughs> two seconds <laughs> we've got this background mm-hmm. here it is take a peek let's use it uh episode 162 the english title is trunks ascends the japanese title roughly translates to breaking through the boundaries of the super saiyan trunks summons a storm kind of, I, kind of wish, I kind of wish he could it's it's no the light grenade that split the heavens but <laughs> yeah everyone is so taken back by this kick <laughs> they spend so long yeah. not understanding that the kick didn't work. <laughs> he ki- he kicked him. Why why he no go? And then they flash back to the kick twice. <laughs> the thing that happened in the end of the last episode. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. A need, not a desire. <laughs> not a desire. Vegeta gets himself kicked through a bunch of rocks. And he tries to stop himself, but then, I guess, kind of loses uh, his motor control because he just falls into the ocean. Krillin would really like Trunks to step in anytime now <laughs> because Vegeta might get mad, but he would still be alive, which is preferable. I do I do feel like uh, Krillin is just kind of deflecting here on, on the yeah. Trunks. It's like, yeah, I know I fucked up, but I mean, you could have done this. That's in the past. <laughs> You're actively fucking up right now. Here in this timeline, we don't look back. (laughs) Welcome to DPC, where fucking up is an active verb. (laughs) None of us even thought of building a time machine. (laughs) Trunks, his master plan is to wait for the moment that Vegeta loses consciousness. (laughs) Jesus. So as not to risk stepping on his father's pride. God. Oh, God. I guess he was counting on the fact that Cell doesn't tend to decapitate his victims. How, how fucking pissed would Bulma be right now with her son? Probably very. Just You're gonna fucking enable yes. him? I think also Baby Trunks would be looking down on him. Oh, oh no. That's too terrible to contemplate. The disapproval of Baby Trunks. Yeah, you know you fucked up when the baby version of you is cool. Well, that would be a really good English title for an episode. The Disapproval of Baby Trunks. <laughs> that sounds like a good TV special. 
Uh, 16 tries to get in a sneak attack on Cell, but Cell Cell tells him to stay put if he values the remainder of his head. Speaking of decapitation. Oh, I guess Cell does like to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Cell's Cell's bug wings are very cool, and Uh the way they move is great. That's my statement. (laughs) It's it's an accurate one. (laughs) I agree with that statement. I second this. I, I like the way they look anyway, but Cell is so much more mobile in this episode, mm-hmm. and the and the wings are just like constantly in motion. They don't was it like this with um with original form Cell because he had those wing type things too. Yeah, I think it was a little different. He had wings. But... They the wings had they weren't black. They had like the leopard pattern. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. I just mean in terms of how like kind of fluid they were and the way they move with the motion of his body. I don't remember it quite uh, being like no, that. No, first form sweat cell didn't move around quite as much. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Dave, did it did it ever bother you that semi-perfect cell didn't have the wings? It's that like... annoyed the piss out of me. Well, I, <laughs> yes. like, uh, I actually didn't it's notice. It's like Turtle and Blastoise. <laughs> it's like, like right. you, you lose those ears and the poofy tail. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm not a Pokemon. Uh. I'm not a Pokemon. But um, <laughs> I, I have to say, I did Someone, not, someone's got to be around here. I have to say, yeah, I did yeah. not notice that. But um, you, you spoke to me on a spiritual level just now. You know, it just it just fits with the you know just the general theme of of imperf- semi perfect cell being just the shittiest design, <laughs> missing one of his coolest elements. I, it kind of just it um, for, it became a meme and not necessarily the best way like in the early two thousands. And now I kind of I kind of appreciate it a lot more. Oh, the, the lasers. Yeah, I, I I do appreciate it because it's just you, you go from creepy bug man to creepy buff bug man he looks like a he looks like a goomba from the super mario brothers movie and uh, and then he just turns into like a green tall frieza and they're all good they're all good frieza with a hat <laughs> frieza with a crown i like that his crown has a mullet <laughs> that's always been my favorite part of the helmet is that it like curves down right. the, the nape of his neck yeah <laughs> he's got that tight tape I, I only ever notice it when they're doing a, like a frontal shot of him he's royalty in the front and party in the back oh. <laughs> another another comment i have for this entire sequence of events is that vegeto really likes the word coward yes i'm not super sure why one of his favorites yeah coward clown his brain just kind of short circuits pride in certain ways <laughs> Uh, Vegeta starts to slowly float himself into the sky, and he uh. throws out his arms and legs and starts his hollering. He sure does. Ooh. Is he going to do something cool? I, I think he's about to do something cool. <laughs> I think he's about to do something real fucked up. We have this. We have this incredibly long sequence where there's like a shadow falling over the land, like as though something is blotting out the sun. Right. And I was like, is the shadow, is that Vegeta's muscles swelling to a terrifying <laughs> size? Oh, God. The total eclipse of uh, Vegeta's biceps. He starts powering up real big. And his, his power starts to carve out the landscape around him, creating a bowl underneath him. You gotta love, like, powers and attacks to where their power-up animation has ripple effects that fuck up the landscape. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. like shit, like beams of, uh, like bolts of lightning are crackling off of it and like cutting up the, the yeah. cliff side it's fucking amazing yeah why do you think it's so fun to do a strong attack in fighters to send mm, someone like yeah. careening through a mountain uh, all right <laughs> so now good. i need i'm not sure about this so i need a podcast mm-hmm. uh judgment on it sure i need the ref um <laughs> uh krillin says that uh you know uh, Trunks is yelling, you know, Vegeta is that he's, he's gonna, if he lets loose with this attack, he's gonna blow up the planet. 
Um, he's like, you know, he's like, they say that he's like challenging Cell. He's trying to get him to fall victim to arrogance the same way Vegeta just did to yeah. like test his strength by meeting his most powerful attack. And Krillin's like, well, I mean, yeah, that's one interpretation. I think he might also just be, you know, crazy and he's going to kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bonkers. Yeah, I think the, the exact line is Vegeta's lost his mind and he's going to fry us all. That's it. That was, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Does this count as Krillin saying that Vegeta's nuts? He's oh. really close. Mm-hmm. He got so close to saying it. Maybe it's half a point. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing nods from the judges' table. <laughs> For half a point, we'll give you half credit. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I this is this is something Vegeta is just really good at, and it is aiming a gun at the plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a core. It's one of his core competencies. <laughs> he yes. said the same thing, Tyler. <laughs> oh God bless. It, whether he's trying to kill Goku or trying to kill Cell. He's or just, just a, a bunch of bugs. Mm-hmm. Just bugs. He's or just a weird albino android. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just point a big gun at it. Just point mm-hmm. a big gun at the whole world and hope you graze it. Which he's, uh, he's got good aim though. Yeah. Which, <laughs> as we will see, he did graze it. I <laughs> just a bit. Uh, going back to Trunks and Krillin talking about Vegeta's crazy plan here. I did like that Vegeta calls out to Cell and says like, "Hey." Hey, bitch, take this on. Stand right where you are. Take all of it. Because he does need Cell to stand still for this to work. <laughs> so that was a wise decision. Handle this, but don't move. Yeah. Stay, stay right there. Stay the, exactly stay, where stay you are. Pic- Piccolo. This takes a long time to do. <laughs> I feel like Piccolo has a lot of sympathy for... for as mad as he is at Vegeta. It's like, I get it, man. Yeah, stand right there. Meanwhile, Vegeta's hastily cutting the rope holding the Looney Tunes anvil over Cell's head. Can't fault the man's taste in beams. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And uh, this scene has one of my uh, absolute favorite lines in the original dub. Uh, Would you like to perform it for us? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, Trunks, uh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, Future Trunks in episode 162 of Dragon Ball Z. Take uh, one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Clack the, the black and white thing shut. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're going to destroy the whole planet, Father! You gotta stop it! <laughs> what? Like, sometimes, sometimes in anime, you can just, like, tangibly feel, like, down in your bones, the, down in your the, and, you know, the showrunners and voice actors trying to cram the English version of the script into the way that the mouths were animated for the Japanese. <laughs> and this is one of those times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look out, Tails! You're gonna crash! Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we hear the piano, so we know it's too late, at least in the Faulkner version. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And uh, Vegeta fires a final flash. There it is. I haven't had a good, like, attack calling like this in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is a doozy of one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Is this his level three super from from Fighters? I yes. believe it is. I believe so. Because if you if you waste someone in Fighters with that level three, it does the pullback shot of mm-hmm. the Earth with the grazing, explosive key waves bouncing off of the side. See that that attack should have a cinematic uh, ending if you're fighting as Vegeta and Cell and Trunks yeah. just come in and just yell, "You're gonna destroy the whole planet!" <laughs> <laughs> now, now this. Now this happens 
where you have this, <laughs> like, what is it? It's like fucking ten minutes of build-up or something of yeah. him powering up and all this craziness and 16 and Krillin and Trunks all freaking out. And then he cuts loose and Cell actually gets scared, yeah. which astonished me. Um, and then we zoom out. <laughs> and Cell. The Trunks line was very good, but I also like Cell's line, which is just, what's this? <laughs> As he is enveloped he is by beam. enveloped in the beam, and then it zooms out, and we see, like, from elsewhere in the local solar system, we can see the flare <laughs> of this goddamn attack. And yeah, then, luckily there was a camera out there. Yeah, and then as stated, it grazes the surface of the fucking Earth, <laughs> hurls off it somewhere into the distance, and then invokes that line Blows from... up New Arlia. Yeah, it, it invokes <laughs> right. that line from Mass Effect 2, which is, you know, any projectile that you fire in space is going to oh, hit yeah. something eventually. Blows <laughs> something up. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Vegeta, this is why we do not eyeball it. Uh, yeah, like, this is, they, I keep thinking they can't one-up themselves for how inappropriate that commercial break music can be, and every single time I'm wrong. I'm so proud that just like Goku, they are surpassing their limits every time. <laughs> Did any of you guys happen to see uh, the double feature, the uh, Bardock father of Goku and the uh, movie 12 uh, special screening in theaters last year? Uh, no, I did not. Mm -mm. I was in a, safe to say I was probably in a room with a lot of people that probably never watched the Japanese version nor watched the the dub with the Japanese track. Oh, that's so when those uh, when those uh, little bumpers came <laughs> the in during the special, yeah. it just threw everyone through <laughs> for a loop in the theater. Uh, we come back from the commercial break, and Gohan is doing some solo training, doing his own big beams, and Goku calls him to lunch. Goku wants Gohan to grill some meat for him using beams, <laughs> but Gohan overcooks it a bit and sets his dad on fire. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, this is fucking so good. It's a plus slapstick this is right some, here. This is some Looney Tunes nonsense. Like, the little hair yeah. point just has a tiny fire <laughs> that spreads. And I love Goku's Dad, face. your hair's on fire. Now, Gohan, you need to, you need to be more careful. Dad, your hair's on fire. Now, don't try so, to change the subject. Back at the fight, we see the dust kicked up from this big beam. Uh-oh. And we know what happens when there's a dust clearing. It means mm. that the, the attack had no effect. None at all, which we'll uh, see in just a moment. <laughs> yeah, so the dust clears, and Cell is missing a good chunk of his body. Like a third of him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's not pleasant. Pretty much his whole right side has been blasted off. I don't like looking into this cross-section <laughs> of Cell, necessarily. <laughs> it's not the best. His, his gooey gray innards. Yeah, Yeah. no, I mean, he, his innards, like do in fact look like a butthole. And <laughs> I mean, on some level, I respect that, but I don't want to... Well, if, you're, if you're going by the original dub logic, apparently he's mechanical. Yeah. I fucking guess. I don't like that at all. Krillin seems to think so. Because if he's mechanical, that means Jero's like, I'm gonna program his insides to look like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. Jero had a lot of stupid ideas. <laughs> he has some issues he needed to work out. Cybernetic teenagers, they'll never rebel against me. <laughs> that guy just got wasted one night and drew some fucked up plans. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, have you guys seen Android 21? Yeah. Yeah. Trapper <laughs> oh no. Oh, you're right. Oh no. I'm going to design this woman to eat me. 
<laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, I, I've seen enough fan art that that's not really a spoiler. <laughs> but like, good lord, she's from a video game. I don't know that we would cover her anyway. Oh really? Okay. I was wondering yeah, where the hell not. that character comes in. <laughs> if you play the story mode randomly, yeah, yeah. Ah, all right. Uh, Vegeta starts to laugh his ass off. He is so proud uh-huh. of himself. Very <laughs> proud. I, th- I think Cell was almost like, no, nah, come on, come on, hit me with that that Titus from Final Fantasy X. <laughs> 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 yeah. He stops laughing when Cell reminds everyone that he has some of those Piccolo rejuvenation powers. Oops. So he Which just regrows everything he, that Vegeta blew off. He really shouldn't off. have had to remind them. And it's really upsetting that he does have to keep doing yeah, this. Yeah, that was my Everyone will always forget. <laughs> Well, you don't ha- you don't have to remember. Uh, the fans don't have to remember. But now that I think about it, I don't think I don't think Vegeta ever interacted with a Namekian uh, regrowing their limbs. Yeah, this is a good point. Vegeta doesn't know anything about Cell and never asked anyone. That's true. Yeah, or, that's right. Or Namekians. Now that I think about it, Namekians could grow back their limbs. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, because he just kind of killed them. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this see. This is when Trunks should have gone in. Cell was messed up. He wouldn't have had to use his full power level. Yeah, he to, could fake it. Yeah, Trunks runs in from the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's got a steel chair in hand. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting that you mention that, Mac, because of what happens shortly. Uh, Vegeta's not ready to give up, and he tries a beam scramble. Mm-mm. Never works. But Cell punches the hell out of his face. Right into the sky. <laughs> and then gives him what I can only refer to as an atomic flying elbow drop. <laughs> Jesus. Like, holy shit. Uh, Vegeta plummets to the ground and his hair turns back to black. Which can mean only one of two things. He's an ACDC album. <laughs> <laughs> or a Metallica one. Back to black. He hits the dirt. So punched him really, really hard. <laughs> back in black. Got elbowed in the back. That's it. We could record that single. <laughs> ACDBZ. Whoa. <laughs> the official DBZ parody band. Uh, Highway to Hell takes a new meeting. Highway to H F I L. Uh, Trunks takes this opportunity to embeefen. He embeefens <laughs> quite a lot. Mm-hmm. A bit. And he snaps off that hair tie. Oh, it pops! And he turns into Broly. He loses his pupes. <laughs> so, that's, that's pupils just for the folks those. at home. So, you know, technically, the um, this episode title was accurate. Yeah. Which, you know, is pretty good for... Uh, for for DBZ English titles. <laughs> yeah, actually. There was bound to be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it literally... It, it's, it's funny. Um, the stop rock, etc. Toy yeah. Animation seems to do a terrible job with uh, episode titles and next episode previews because they always spoil something big. But at least in the... Uh, yeah, in the original Japanese next episode preview, I don't think you see Trunks transform at all. And the main focus is on Vegeta, thinking he's going to have the upper hand mm-hmm. and win with this final flash. So... Uh, it's really fault on the on the English version for spoiling <laughs> what happens in the last two minutes. Uh, Cell prepares to off Vegeta for good when he notices Trunks doing that power up. Mm. And notices a spicy power level. He sees that boy <laughs> throbbing in the distance. Don't <laughs> use those words in that order, please. Thank you. <laughs> please and thank you. But no, well, how... like seriously though, 
Jason, how would you describe it? I, uh, if, as- if not in so many words. Ascending. He's he that boy throbbing oh, in trunks, the distance. He sees trunks ascending in the distance. There it is. It's fine. He's summoning a storm, Tyler. It says it in the Japanese. <laughs> so I have a question yeah. for for the listening panel. This like this straight up is is Broly's hair, right? Mm-hmm. Like pretty much. It, like and Broly's face. Yeah. Uh, okay. How do uh, we as feel? As a Trunks fan, it, it's this is Trunks's hair and Trunks's face. <laughs> he, Broly, yeah, Broly he does. That. He does predate Broly. Okay. Okay. See, that makes more sense. How do we feel vis-a-vis hair shapes? Um, because I will I will rank the hair shapes of Trunks <laughs> sure. right now. Uh, new segment. Yeah, new segment. Trunks hair shapes. How does Jason feel? Um, we're just going only by Super Saiyan. Uh, original, where he first shows up, best Trunks hair. Super great. The hair where he has, you know, just kind of a hawk on the front mm-hmm. uh, as his bangs. Not so good. Middle of the road. This big porcupine. Can I venture um, a guess that we're just on a sliding slope down? Yeah, it's just bad for me. <laughs> it's very spiky. I see. I don't. I don't judge trunks by their their hair. I go by the entire ensemble. So I have <laughs> okay. a much different range. You judge you judge by their actions. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, not not to be controversial, but I am on the opposite side of that scale. Really? It's just a it's a hill going up. Yeah. Yeah, I, oh. I, I am the edgier trunks gets the better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you like. I feel like it's a transition from trunks being like fake cool to try to impress the people from the past to being actually edgy. It all comes natural. I think it has more to do with uh, his dad influencing him. Oh. Mm. We have entered the attitude era of trunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's tweener trunks. Give him some jorts. <laughs> oh, no. I can imagine. Uh, Vegeta being passive aggressive in the uh, room of Spirit of Time, just being like, you know, if I if if I had bangs, I'd have them. <laughs> Maybe you should grow up bangs. <laughs> no, it's a really good look. Your mom's gonna love it. No, that's a great choice for you. <laughs> Ouch, Lord. That- sure, you want a widow's peak like your pop? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Man. I think you could rock a mustache. <gasps> no. <laughs> oh. I like where that's going. Hey, listen, I brought some dry shampoo and some hairspray. We'll get you some spikes just like your old man before we're out of here. We are painting Vegeta as way more caring than he would ever be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but, in, but in like a shitty passive aggressive way, though. Nah, he like, would yeah. just be like, your hair looks stupid. <laughs> and once again. Really? Is that how you're going to walk out today in the void? <laughs> looking like that? <laughs> You're gonna sit for your father and God looking like that. Uh, it's, it's like, it's, oh wait, God's dead, <laughs> or, or he's Piccolo now. I'm so confused. <laughs> I will face Kami and walk backwards into hell. <laughs> Any other notes for 162 or any of the episodes this week? Uh, this is over? one of the most. This is like one of the most pretty episodes of Dragon Ball Z you're ever gonna watch. It's uh, not super. It's it's definitely like an iconic moment. I think there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of sure. memories about Final Flash, uh, even though it was an un- unsuccessful attack. But um, you know, at the time, like this episode, I think it was like directed, or at least just a lot of corrections were done by Yamamoro, who would be the lead character designer for Dragon Ball Z for a long time until he would up until not recently. As good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's so many 
great shots in this episode just art wise I, I i i'm giving you my artist perspective here it's please do one of them it's one of the most gorgeous looking episodes and i think you know the final fat the final flash the final fashion uh, the final <laughs> flash sequence is awesome that little sequence of the energy volley when Cell just walks through it and punches Vegeta uh, <laughs> to the atomic elbow and to Trunks' transformation. It all looked great. Yeah. Oh, and yep. I mean, in this chunk of episodes, we get to see I mean, Gohan goes Super Saiyan mm-hmm. at 11. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? He's not even old enough to drive yet. Uh, yeah, Steve, worth noting for those who don't know that you are also an illustrator and a board artist. Yeah. You, you do have uh, a, I, yeah, I didn't, a professional I, I just opinion I was on all podcasts and shit, but yeah, yeah I, am an, uh, I am an artist and I would say Dragon Ball is a huge inspiration on my stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Totally makes me qualified to <laughs> talk about whether an episode looks good or not. But, well, it gives you a uh, more professional opinion on things. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you have devoted your life to studying it. <laughs> I should have practiced more life drawing, but nope, I just wanted to draw Super Saiyans all the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> kind of worked out. I, f- I feel it's worth mentioning my first uh, attempt at digital art was a uh, I colored the uh, manga panel of the Final Flash scene ah, in Photoshop. Sweet. And it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Coming from an animator's perspective, I really like how like they, they keep it limited, but they are very smart with the drawings that they do use, especially in the Final Flash section, because like when his arms are outstretched and then bringing them together to do the beam, there is maybe two drawings in between, but the snap feels great mm, when you watch yep, it. Totally. Just very well put together episode. I, I am coming at this, all of this, and this is like not, not really, not really this episode specifically, These three episodes and, like, everything that's happened recently in general, I'm coming at all this from a writer's perspective, and it's super, super, super cool and interesting, because, like, so I'm gonna, like, you, you, in a relatively recent episode, Tyler, you brought up uh, Infinity War, Um, Mm -hmm. and in this case, it was a a negative thing, not really a negative comparison, because you were basically saying something that you thought that both Infinity War and DBZ did badly in a certain context. Yeah. And I agreed with you for them pretty much. Um, this actually makes me think of something that I think is very rare in a lot of dramatic fiction, surprisingly so to me, uh, that both DBZ in this context and I, Infinity War did really well, in my opinion. And for the, for the, for the listeners, we're recording this like the weekend that Endgame comes out. Uh, <laughs> I've not seen it yet. This is, I would have said this regardless. Oh, and, and do you mean, of, are, are you actually talking about Endgame? Are you talking about? No, Infinity I'm, I'm talking about Infinity War. Okay, I, I have not seen Endgame yet. About Endgame. I would. <laughs> I was gonna run out. Of I would have said this. Yeah, I think. I think most of us haven't seen. Yeah, it yet. No, I would never do that. No, 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 no. Good people. Good people. Something that happens in the climax, like the big climactic action scenes of a lot of dramatic media, is that like it's established through various ways that the protagonist cannot actually defeat the antagonist. Like it's not possible. And then some kind of, like, dramatic fiat happens that changes the circumstances and allows the protagonist to triumph. And maybe I'm in the minority, but I personally find that really unsatisfying. I think that, like, actually undermines the protagonist and their capability. And there's a lot of, a lot of talk about the, the climax of Infinity War, where uh, more or less what happens is Peter Quill kills half the universe. That's it's essentially what happens, Um, Uh but I actually love that scene and the fact that it goes that way 
because throughout the it's true to his character well it's not just that it's true to its character but it all it is that it's that throughout the entire movie thanos has been set up to be completely unstoppable like nobody can can contest with him even a little bit but then in that final confrontation on that desolate planet the hero's plan works like they actually would have succeeded if star lord hadn't fucked everything up if not for human error right and i love that because it means the protagonists were capable enough to defeat the villain there was a Uh there was a good reason for them to be here and then it was screwed up by yeah by exactly that by human error by human emotion Mm -hmm. the the rogue element um and that same kind of thing is being executed perfectly i think here in the entire cell saga where you set up a bunch of big numbers as per DBZ tradition. Star Lord. Uh, and well, there's a lot of Star Lords, is the thing. Like, it's, yeah, there's yeah, a bunch, and I think it's, that's. It's full of Star Lords. And I think that's. A whole, a whole constellation of Star Lords. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's great because, like, you set up a bunch of big numbers and point them at each other, and who has the biggest number is actually almost completely irrelevant to how this plot is unfolding. It's entirely mm-hmm. based on fundamentally human reactions and emotions that are completely appropriate for all the characters in question. There's, there's as many examples as you can count. You know, Vegeta, mm-hmm. Trunks, Krillin. Like, I I love that. That's such a that's a personally that's what a, like my favorite kind of storytelling where characters are completely fallible and flawed in a human way and don't do the most optimal thing in every scenario because that's not how humans act yeah Uh, and i love that it's great and i did not expect to find that in dragon ball z and for it to be like better than most other like big dramatic things that i'm familiar with like for these past few recordings i've been jokingly upset at all of the dumb decisions that everybody is making Mm -hmm. but they are essential to telling this story in a Mm -hmm. entertaining way and to portraying these characters in a way that's honest right and i can't be upset with the characters because i understand where they're coming from every single time yeah it's like going to see a horror movie in theaters and someone yelling in the theater don't go in there and then they're like oh well (laughs) heard that random audience member i won't go in there and then the movie ends <laughs> okay well that's right a, that's potentially, and then we all go home that's potentially a great premise though at least for the start of a movie <laughs> i actually oh man if you could uh, an interactive horror movie experience uh, experience oh god get me in on that <laughs> uh well how about we hail satan for a bit hail satan. speaking of people who make bad decisions <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, David. Yeah, Every decision Satan has made has been great so Do you far. see how successful this man is? You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's in a mansion. We're going to skip checking in on Marin until Aaron comes back because he has apparently figured out exactly what is going to happen, so I don't want to mess any of that up. But mm-hmm. we have plenty of people to check in with on Earth. Uh, so who would you guys like to talk about this time? Uh, well, what happened? Side character was. Let's see, we went. What happened last time? Um... Uh, Baba started a T-shirt emporium recently, <laughs> using her crystal ball to see cool catchphrases from the future. Uh, the bad chicks are making mother base out in the ocean. <laughs> What's Mister Satan doing? He he's recently sworn to to face <laughs> the menace himself, right? Yeah, he and Videl had been chilling, but then a bunch of islands disappeared. So now he needs to like step up and handle this as the world champion. So what what does Mister Satan do when he's about to save the world? That's right, he gets ready a press packet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he's got the headshots ready to go. Mm-hmm. He's picking out his world-saving costume. He's combining the he's combining a fun cape along with a world martial arts tournament championship belt, along with the you some know, breakaway bricks for him to break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his brown gi from his days in the Satan Dojo. The classic look. Yeah. Classic. Appeal to all the old fans out there. Oh, and nostalgia. don't forget his his uh, his cape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He started a website that had a countdown, and that started another countdown when it was done. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just going to keep happening until he figures out what to put on the website. <laughs> he figured that would buy him enough time. Marketing and, and genius. up the hype. He released a Facebook profile picture frame that's like, I stand with Satan. <laughs> got like a whole snapchat filter that gives you the hair <laughs> i would actually i would actually pay real dollars 100 percent. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing toei has mr satan come up with a name like a name for his fan base yet oh he hasn't how about he calls him the sataniacs <laughs> sataniacs <laughs> that's pretty good yeah i'm into that it's it's little bit dopey which means it's exactly right for him. It's, something it's exactly he, what yeah. he would It's something say, that yeah. he would think is awesome. He's so pro wrestler esque, so yeah. I, I could just imagine him being all coked up, saying like, "Look, my little Sataniacs." Yeah. What are the Satan <laughs> commandments? Did he? Um, pre- oh man! Just want to establish real quick. Did he popularize the Sataniac name slash brand by like using a dummy Twitter account to be the first one who said it, and then like spreading it into the <laughs> into the fan base? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Bots, bots were also used. Right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say he, he wanted to do that, but he forgot to change accounts, and so it just looked like he was replying to himself one time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Does he always sign his tweets as, like, Mr. S? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it's my best, Satan. Just a picture of him eating a burger. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> uh, uh, what, yeah. how what? much he misses Ryan Dunn as he... Poses with a picture with Bam Margera. Rush <laughs> <laughs> the priest, brother. <laughs> I I'm I'm trying to figure out what exactly what's left for him to to do before he's spurred into action. Yeah, we're we're kind of uh almost there, but not quite. I went to double check to see exactly what his first appearance is, and without spoiling anything, I'll say that Cell uh, is going to make an announcement on TV soon. And uh, Satan's first appearance is him responding to it. Oh, it's a call-out post. Yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> exactly. All right. Mr. Sa- yeah, Mr. Satan goes on TV to, to tell Cell not to subtweet him. Cell has been canceled. <laughs> Don't at me, brother. Don't at me, brother. Cell is problematic. I like that. <laughs> Cell is problematic. Yeah. I can, I can name a number of problems with Cell. Yes. <laughs> number one. Tail. Number two, numbers two through seven. Tail. Tail. Yeah. Murder is not even at the top of the list. No. Yucky, yucky tail. Should have the team is like still live tweeting from inside his body. Oh no. Oh my god. Please no. That's too dark. Is that the first veto of Hail Satan? <laughs> no, I, but the thing is, is that I'm that seeing, felt unanimous. I'm seeing this rabbit hole tail and i'm following it in because i want i want it to be 17 and 8 but the only thing is that the 
it's got bad Wi-Fi, so the only people picking up on those tweets are each other. <laughs> oh, there's something like, closed VPN. There's something poetic about that. <laughs> when your brother's uh, always in the way because he's making up part of the cellular structure of a mega beast. Hashtag Monday. <laughs> Outfit of the day. Inside the body of a green nasty bug. <laughs> in a bug. In a bug still. Throwback Thursday to when I was also in a bug. <laughs> Let's do the ice bug get challenge where we're in a bug. Oh, God. We did it. Alright, it's over. We're done. So what is Videl doing? Let's uh, move away from that. Uh, is she safe on Mother Base? Or is she in like... She's with uh, Hercule stuff. Okay, so she's in like... I'm gonna say she's gonna go into the bunker. If there's a bunker, which of course there's a bunker by now. Yeah, a lot of land masses are blowing up. I feel like he would probably be protective of her in this moment. Yes. Sweetie, we're gonna play a little game called Stay in the Bunker with your Auntie Pizza. <laughs> no, no more Scooby-Doo shenanigans. Alright, Jason. Yeah. Let's, let's cool off with a four-star reading. Oh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I, don't know, I feel like I'm gonna get heated. <laughs> we did get to see it ahead of time you did it's a doozy it is it is quite a damn thing so for those of you not in the know what we like to do at the end of each episode is we like to flip over to the horoscope section and read off a little something something for one of our z fighters because we take their birthday and based on their birthday we come up with a astrological sign and you know they got horoscopes so in the case of our character today, we're going to be reverse engineering a birthday based on their manga debut date, right? Yep. So the person in question, you know him, you love him. It's Cell. Perfect Cell. Perfect Cell. Um, Cell debuted um, on February 11th, 1992. So that would make Cell an Aquarius. All right. Yeah. Aquarius, <laughs> brother. Me and the big green perfect man. Harmony and understanding inside <laughs> a green bug man. That's what I've nicknamed 17 and 18. Harmony and understanding. <laughs> I was, was going to say, that's the name of my next album. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cell, here is your reading. You're radiant and glowing with positivity today. This is a refreshing change of pace after weeks and weeks of gray skies and gloomy outlooks. Oh, boy. Apparently, your decisions you've made have finally worked out in your favor. <laughs> or perhaps you may even be in love. Mm -hmm. In any case, it will it'll be even easier than usual for you to reach out to others and share your joy. <laughs> let the good times roll. I gotta let everyone know on my Facebook I'm perfect and happy. <laughs> it's like updating your relationship status yeah. from semi-perfect to perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that um, uh, final flash, you know, like going out across the solar system had any effect on the horoscopes that day. Well, <laughs> Venus isn't in cancer right now or ever. Yeah, the final flash kind of knocked it out. <laughs> oh. It's gone, buddy. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week for this show. Dave, where can our friends find you on the internet? Uh, I mean, I'm still at uh, Scythe. P-S-Y-T-H-E on uh, Archive of Our Own. Uh, I have a expect have a very big project finally coming out on there relatively soon that I've been really excited for. 
Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, yeah, you can find me three places. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Monumentous Matt. Uh, otherwise, you can find me on various other social medias under Define Prague, one word. Or you can find me and my rock and roll music band under uh, Null in Void. Jason? Yeah, well, you can pretty much find me around the internet under the name Jcavs. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. And that'll take you to my, uh, that'll take you to my Twitter, that'll take you to my Instagram, and that'll take you to my Twitch.tv. What? Where, um, yeah, <laughs> streaming, living the dreaming. And Steve, how about you? Well, you could follow me on Twitter, Instagram, even Tumblr still. Uh, the username <laughs> is Steve Yurko. It's, uh, all one word. Yeah, you could listen to me on the other podcast that I mentioned earlier on the show, uh, the nearly 10 years old One Piece podcast. Dang. Uh, goodness. If, yeah, it's, uh, damn, I wish, uh, wish I was paid to do it. You guys are Maji. <laughs> we are very Maji indeed. Uh, yeah, if you happen to be a One Piece fan, give us a listen. Uh, if you're not a One Piece fan, you won't know what we're talking about. Uh, we're very up to date. <laughs> Could but, still be uh, fun. I don't know. We, we have a back catalog that you, you wouldn't would believe. Be so confused. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we've done like, other cool stuff like if even if you subscribe to our patreon you could see uh the documentary we, f- we filmed in japan called uh one piece podcast goes to japan oh man uh, <laughs> cool and then of course i'm on the deep end with uh, matthew J, where we talk about all the shows everything that aired on adult swim and uh and then of course uh, if you happen to be uh a wrestling fan and if you <laughs> like wrestling that much you might like the best two minutes of wrestling which is uh the entrances uh, i do tune sweet t-u-n-e <laughs> with uh, Doctor of the SSAA podcast where we talk about all the entrance music of wrestling. Hmm. And yeah, I, I'm a board artist. You could uh, watch some of the shows <laughs> I worked on, like Adult Swim's Hot Streets, and uh, Chicken, Quick, quick question. Mansion. Uh, what's up, what's up? Uh, who has the, the best theme and why is it Dave Batista? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I walk for miles inside this pit of danger! <laughs> I literally uh, only know him from having been in Marvel movies. Like, the fact that he's also a wrestler keeps, like, blowing my mind. I just love the fact that he's amazing in all the movies he's oh, in. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm super supporter of uh, Oh, yeah, Dave for Batista. sure. He's great. Yeah, I mean, well, thank you for letting me, you know, run down all that stuff. But, you know, thanks for having me on. This was, uh, this was an absolute blast. You know? Yeah, thanks for joining us. Oh, my God. Yes. I appreciate you cutting out some time for us. Oh, yeah. It's... Absolutely. Thank you. It's, like... If it was anything else, it's like, hey, can you talk about, uh, I don't know, if you, can you talk about Metabots for like an hour and a half? I'm like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, Dragon Ball Metabots. I'm going to get you on our Yu Yu Hakusho spinoff. Oh, oh, anytime. Anytime. Oh. I, I, that, that, that's a podcast I'm like, I could do it. No, I, I, just, I just can't. I just can't anymore. I've got too many podcasts. <laughs> Uh, I would like you all to watch Laser Wolf on Adult Swim. That is a show that I animated on. I think this upcoming Sunday is the last Sunday for new episodes. I don't know what the rerun schedule will be, but you can also find the whole season on iTunes. Uh, give that a purchase so that I can keep animating it. Please and thank you. Agreed. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can contact us at Twitter, which is at uh, Destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C. We have a Gmail account, which is DestructoDiscourse at gmail.com. And at that Twitter account, we also have a fan Discord, which is the pinned tweet. You can find an invite to that. And also, if you could, please rate and review this show on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you find it. And when you do give us a rating, 
make it a four-star rating. <laughs> it's not good for our SEO, but it is good for the theme, so I'm sticking to it. Hell yeah. Give our, us the Gohan. Our same pride matters more than the iTunes score. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well it's my honor to say this, but I'm, I'm stealing your thunder here. Uh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the pleasure. Uh, I need to stop milking this already. <laughs> This has been Destructo Discourse, and we're just warming up. When night never turns to day, don't you be afraid to fly away. Be cool, don't be afraid, you got the power to get you free.